It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Joining us now on the overnight crowd, it is Jono Baruch from the Inner Sanctum. Thanks for your company and joining us once again, Jono. No worries, Jen. Great to be back with you. And now, your weekend, you got off to a, a bit of a flyer, I reckon. This, if I ask you, your moment of the weekend, what was it? Ah, uh, well, can't go past Friday night um, with the Blues absolutely running amok. Second quarter's probably, I, I would say it's close to the best quarter of football I've ever seen Carlton play, and that wouldn't be a stretch considering I've been around for. 27 years and they haven't really done much in that 27 years so that really sort of set it up and uh, yeah I guess guess for me just watching that but getting across a lot of different sports and events outside of the weekend it was a good weekend and but set up perfectly on the Friday night how about yours? Yeah, look, mine, I, I still enjoyed my weekend thoroughly. Uh, it didn't end well when Frio lost, but I sort of went into that game. I did think it was a danger game, Collingwood anyway, and then when I saw what weather was coming in with the way Frio just went the week before in the wet, I just thought, oh, we could get done two in a row here, and that's pretty much as good as it got. Mm. It's an interesting <laughs> predicament for Frio now. I want to get your thoughts with a couple of, Interesting weeks coming up. Melbourne at the MCG this week and then Brisbane Lions back at home. Dropped a couple in a row now. It's um, not hairy, but it's getting a bit interesting where it's like you've had the big boom at the start of the year and now it's like you're falling back to the pack a little bit. I think we got a bit ahead of ourselves and this was a bit of a reality check, but the next few weeks... Is it as simple as no Nathan, no Driscoll, no Fremantle? Mm, no Drizzy, no Frio. And also, if it is Drizzy, <laughs> no Frio. <laughs> and you know, you and I both enjoy his uh, ability to pop up and kick uh, an absolute stunner every week that he has been playing. So yeah, maybe maybe it's as simple as, as O'Driscoll missing and Frio have gone missing, but I think there was a few other issues and just no good below our knees and... Uh, yeah, plenty of other things, actually. There's, uh, we won't, I won't get stuck into all of the reasons that they should be better, but I think a little bit we've gotten ahead of ourselves. And uh, now you, where people thought, oh, we're going to win last week, we'll win this week, we'll head into Melbourne on this big um, momentum. But now it's really a real challenge of what can you show against Melbourne. So uh, it, it'll be a really good litmus test for Frio to their ability to bounce back and to compete against the best in the business at the moment. Yeah, it certainly will be. Unfortunately, buried on 4.35 on a Saturday afternoon, but everyone always talks about the big games and testing yourselves against the best than Melbourne or Nam, I should say, mm-hmm. for the two weeks of Indigenous round. They've really, with the Brisbane Lions dropping that game against Hawthorne yesterday, have really, they've gotten themselves their two-game gap, which is about fair. You sort of look at Melbourne and the way that they're playing, and they're like, they're two wins better than the rest of the competition at the moment. So they've got their little cushion at the top of the ladder now. And to be honest, they're playing that way. So while Frio have dropped a couple of games that they probably shouldn't have dropped, they get a real chance now to say like, okay, uh, is the period between round three and round eight 
us or is the last couple of weeks us. So we're going to learn a lot about Fremantle this week and next week, but we're hearing good news about Nathan Fife won't play for Fremantle this week. I think Ryan Daniels from Channel 7 reporter, but looking likely to play the Brisbane game. Bit of talk about maybe some time in the waffle this week to just get a run through, but it's going to be a massive inclusion. Imagine coming up to waffle competition, you're playing Peel and you see Fife on the team list and you're like, oh, seriously? It's it's like the day in um, 2014 when um, Chris Chow was coming back from an injury and it was just like, yeah, I'll have one run in the Northern Blues down in the VFL. Imagine rocking up to the Preston City over one day and like, oh, you're playing against Chris Judd in the midfield. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you'll just be thinking, manage minutes, manage minutes. He won't be there for too long. Um, the other story, I suppose, in AFL, I'd love to get your, your thoughts on a little bit and then we'll get to some cricket chat. But give give me an understanding from a Melbourne perspective, a Victorian-based perspective. What is it that the likes of a North Melbourne need to do in the next couple of weeks? Well, for North Melbourne, it's um, I thought it was a pretty pretty spirited performance against the the D's on Saturday afternoon. It's unfortunate that it wasn't really in front of in front of everyone. But this is um, this is the hardest year of the rebuild, and it's been spoken about a lot how North Melbourne have gone about their rebuild. Their drafting's been dissected and their recruiting's been dissected a lot. But the reality is they're still in the process they're in the process now where they're trying to get games into young kids. I know there's been a bit of talk about <clears throat> sorry, pardon me, really talented players like Tom Powell and Will Phillips who have spent who are spending time in the VFL and trying not playing in the one side where they should be playing in the one side. Tom Powell's worked his way back into the one side where Will Phillips is still recovering from glandular fever. He's clearly talented, but they're just trying to manage his loads to make sure that he's good bat and and ready to go. So unfortunately, they've got the young kid, Jason On Francis, who's the 18-year-old flying flying the flag there, being their best player. And it's still the point in time when North are really drifting in and out of court here, and that's about it. But it's just a matter now of trying to find the players that will be there for the, for the long haul and really try and get them in there and try and pump as many games into them as possible. It's hard to watch if you're a North Melbourne fan, that is for sure. But it's it's the time at the moment where it's just you're still trying to find out who's going to be there in the next two, three, four years when it does eventually turn. And, you know, they are missing a couple of big players. Ben Cunnington, we know the story that we know the story with him and why he's missing, but every single shot that you see of him, it looks like he's getting more and more healthy. We don't know if we will see him at all this year. And Jed Anderson, one of their big midfield bulls, is all in experienced midfield bulls, has also missed a lot of footy at the start of the year. So he's also still building up his loads and building up. So there are some reasons as to why it's not going as well, but we do also need to know that rebuilds aren't the easiest things they're not always linear and year two they're, they're not even right at the bottom yet so <laughs> i think it's i think they might be spared pick one this year um north melbourne these are the these are the years where as a north supporter and as a i guess i guess a supporter of a team that is going through a 
massive rebuild as North is at the moment where you've just got to grit your teeth and suck it up, but actually get around and support the boys because you want to be there and everyone wants to jump on when it's good and you just need to ride it out when it's not going so well. Uh, let's have a little look at some of the cricket chat as well at the moment. Obviously, I'm bo- based over here in Perth, and Perth seems to be making a few big moves in the women's cricket space at the moment. In WNCL, they've signed Beth Mooney across from Queensland. That was huge news. And just today, Sophie Devine has re-signed for the Scorchers and is very keen to try and go back-to-back titles. Yeah, it's been a massive couple of, couple of days for um WA cricket. Um, we, Beth Mooney moved over a couple of years ago to the Scorchers. She re-signed after winning the title with the Scorchers and she thought, well, might as well just make the move from Queensland to Perth. So she's gone across the country to sign with um, WA, which is a big loss for Queensland Fire, but Queensland have got that much young talent coming through. It's scary. And WA, they, were, they dropped down quite a bit last WNCL season. So to get someone of the calibre of Beth Mooney into the into their system to teach the young cricketers as well, partnering up with um, Chloe Paparo at the top of the order, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And what a coup. And as you said, to have her um, opening partner, Soph Devine, sign for another couple of years to, for another few big bashes with the Scorchers, it's... Um, it's just very exciting, very formidable for the rest of the WBBL sides over there that they've got to have to deal with. Um, Mooney Devine will be locked in in WA for the, at least the next two seasons. It's it's very, very exciting for the comp. Oh, it has been very exciting. Selfishly, I'm pretty happy with those two bits of news. And I suppose another person to give a shout out, also basing yourself over here in the West at the moment, but originally hailing from Victoria, is Alana King, who since making her Australian debut not even eight months ago, six months ago, um, has now you know, going to be the only Australian featuring in the women's IPL uh, three sort of exhibition games coming up. Yeah, it's been quite the... It's been quite the six months for Alana King, who's gone off and represented Australia, made her debut in all three formats, won a World Cup, and now she's heading over to the um, Women's T20 IPL Challenge in India. She, As you just said, she's the only Australian representative. Um, this, we're all secretly hoping that this is the last year that we have these exhibition games and we finally have our women's IPL which has been spoken about quite a lot but until until the players are actually walking out onto the field we won't believe that it'll actually happen even though everyone knows it is time for it to happen but this will be great for Alana King who she's really come so far in the last 12 to 18 months as a leg spinner and has proven herself both on the domestic stage and on the international stage performing at the World Cups and this is just another opportunity for her to learn from some of the best bowlers in the world and play against some of the best bowlers in the world as well international internationally and pick up some tips and tricks and bring them home and then onto the Island Series and then into the Commonwealth Games for Australia. Yeah, absolutely. I think she plays for the Supernovas, uh, that IPL or women's IPL starting tonight. So we'll be able to give some updates across the overnight crowd as to how our very own Alana King is going. John, I'm going to have to leave it there. We might have to touch base next week on things like 
a likely replacement full-time for Matthew Mott, a, a likely role for Elise Perry going across to the Com Games and plenty of other things I'm sure that will happen across the week. Uh, but be, before I let you go, any, any thoughts for our overnight crowders from you? Well, just just thinking about it now when we were just having that footage um, we were having a bit of a joke about no Nathan O'Driscoll, no Fremantle. I'd like to ask the listeners out there, if, is there one player from your side where if they're not playing, does, does your team not play? So in this case, it's no Nathan O'Driscoll, no Fremantle. Um, in, well, in Carlton's case, you would have said no Harry Mackay, but no Carlton. But look at how well that's going at the moment. So I... I don't know if I can actually give you one for the Blues at the moment. We're going quite well. Um, but, yeah, I'd be keen to hear from the listeners as to who that player is. Like, if they're not playing, is your team absolutely stuffed? Yeah, that's a great question. So putting it out to you, the overnight crowd is from Jono. What player for your team, if they are missing, does it mean your team is done? Let me know on the other side of this, one 736 736 or the text line 0433 98 11 16. If you are missing one particular player from your team, is it curtains for their results? Thanks again to John O'Brook from the Inner Sanctum. Let's chat straight after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.